I'm Jason from Smoking and Drinking in Space, a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And I'm Rob from Smoking and Drinking in Capes, a superhero podcast from a couple guys who wish they had powers. And we're part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. And you can find other cool, awesome, geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Stand by for a brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to episode 529 of the All Things Good and Nerdy podcast. This is recorded live on Thursday, July 20th, 2023. I am Chris. You guys, if you've been listening to the show, you probably know my voice. You're familiar with it. Just like you're familiar with the typical band of misfits I've assembled today. We'll start first with Mr. Willie. You're cutting out. I have no idea what you're saying. I've seen horrors that no man has ever seen and should ever see in his fucking life. Did you say horrors or whores? Because I heard horrors and I'm very confused. He's seen both. Okay. I, I just wanted to make sure because it didn't make sense that way, but that's what I was hearing. Willie, how are you doing? concerned about my own mentality sure we'll go with that hey we've also got with us today mr anthony bachman oh hey i've seen them horrors too willie shared his gnome and it's got blood spatter Looks no no cool. no willie's gnome is awesome willie needs to share it on the social media so everyone knows what we're talking horrors. about horrors well i mean i didn't make a zombie gnome because i was like i don't fucking I, 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 I have to chop out some of it the other gnome's gonna be a little bit easier because He's like thinking like this, but this part of his wrist is like broken. Okay. So it's just, and it's, you see the rebarb in there holding his hand to the wrist, to the rest of the arm. So that might be a little bit easier. You can turn Do that a little bone. spirit action. That'll be cool. No, for those that aren't aware, Willie's been making zombie gnomes for his yard. I'm sure his neighbors love them. Well, you... well the one I got done is staring at the place across the way. The uh, This guy rents out for like a... Uh, mechanical car mechanical stuff okay and uh so now it's just staring over at them now nice where's the next one going to go you're thinking gnome oh it's still gonna be staring out like there's i cannot place these without them staring out across the street because uh there's where else am i gonna have them stare out at i i hope that people react with some good lols about it for lack of a better term i hope someone looks at it and just starts to laugh but next is Ooh. not a zombie thing i also got like a tailless horse out there um, that I'm just gonna spray paint to a ponyta or a rapidash. I don't know which. I mean, let's figure it out. I mean, what? But the same damn thing. Fiery horses. So who really cares? One has more of a mane down the back than the other, if I remember right. So I guess it depends on how much of a mane it's got coming down the back of its head. Uh, probably ponyta then. Yeah, but it has no <laughs> tail, so I'm thinking I can attach something to it, like a, like some like a sparkler or something, or just like put some like fuel on it and let it actually be flame. There's no yes. way that's going to backfire when you build a flaming horse. Oh, no, I burned all my yard. hair off. Oh, no. I, I'm off more worried. Face. I'm more worried that you burn your house down. Oh, I'm on a stump away from the house. Mm. And the house is brick. If it catches Famous on that easily, last it deserves words. to burn down, to be fair. Famous last words, Willie. When you get burnt down, I'm not gonna be inside it's not of our it. fault. <laughs> well, I mean, I hope not. I'm going to be outside riding that pony, motherfucker. Woo! You're going to... How big is this statue? Apparently too big. 
want to say the head <laughs> comes up to maybe like three feet. I could definitely sit on it. Right. Could I, you though? I want pictures. Could you sit of on you? it with I, all your weight? I just told you it's made of concrete. Yes. Uh, okay, it's a concrete pony. How heavy is that? What'd you man? think it? W- oh, it's fucking heavy. What'd you think it was? I don't know, thought it could have been plaster. All these things are fucking concrete. That thing fucking carrying that gnome over to the spot where I put him down at when I take the picture and where it's gonna be staying. That's so, a auto. I might have to get the fucking hand truck for that goddamn pony, and so I, I, really? I'm gonna have to fucking use all my muscle to lift up on that stump where I've been how, spray painting. How did you get your concrete yard decorations? You don't strike me as someone who would go and hunt these down. It more, I imagine you happened upon them somehow. Okay, so you want a story about I, parents here? I guess you want a story about parents. Here goes. My dad just came down with his trailer one day, and uh, like, hey, what's up? Oh, I see you got all those uh, statues. What you doing with those? Oh, put them in your yard. No, that's cool. I was just curious. I did not... Hold on. What do you mean you're putting them in my yard? Well, your mom wanted wanted me to bring them down here for you just to keep them in here. uh, And I was like, of course, because every time I go to my mom's, every fucking time, she always gets me to take something she's not using anymore. I'm like, I'm not putting any more junk in my house every time. But this time, got him to bring it down. I can't say no, so they're just in the fucking yard along with some old farm equipment that is like the woods rotten off. I don't know why it's here, whatever. But yeah, those statues are here for that. And then come to find out, my mom is saying that my dad liked them and he wanted them in the yard. So now I got conflicting reports about who's doing what and why. How does your mom and dad feel about you turning it into a zombie? I don't fucking care. Are they aware? I'm just kind of really curious. I was weirded out when my mom told me that she liked the Rob Zombie horror movies. Like, uh, well, she liked The Devil's Rejects. She knows that one. She liked that one. So, she also likes Death Proof a lot. If I had huh. a nickel for every time she asked me, can I stream Death Proof from somewhere? Like, no. Sadly, no. You know, I could just, for all the times you ask me, I can just buy it, put it on Voodoo. Yeah, that's probably she likes, she likes that Kurt Russell. Death Proof's a good one. I mean, who and doesn't? Right? I mean, yes. Personally, I like playing Stunt, Terror Stuntman a Bob? Bit better, but that's just me. I didn't isn't say I hate the other one. I just like isn't Stuntman Bob? Isn't that his name? I think it's Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike. Stuntman Mike. There you go. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, that's a good one. Those two movies were fantastic. Well, I don't know about anyone else who consumes this show, but I'm looking forward to seeing all of your alterations for your zombie slash Pokemon statues in the front yard. I think it's cool. Ponyta. Nintendo. I'm going to be fucking Ash riding that pony such as like in the fucking intro. Woo! Nintendo, please don't sue Willie. Fuck you. I hope you (laughs) You telling Nintendo not to sue somebody? Are you fucking kidding me? I said, fucking Nintendo will sue a drop of a goddamn hat. I said, please don't. I wasn't telling them what to do. I was asking kindly. <laughs> you know what? If I do get sued, I will go to fucking court and I'll look Miyamoto right in the eyes and kick him square to nuts. Thank you why, why would for Miyamoto uh, debilitating. Be oh, cause fuck Miyamoto. Fuck Miyamoto. Yeah, but why would he be in your court case? Because he's part of Nintendo. He'd be there to, to, for the prosecution. I don't know how lawsuits work. Is there a prosecution <laughs> and a defense? I don't know. I don't know if that's the, the name. Nintendo's the lawyers would be there in their copyright I and trademark find. people. But I'll put a stipulation. This kick in the nuts from me to the lawyer goes from the lawyer to Miyamoto. And you better so it, give it with the same severity that I you're give You're saying you. it's the transitive property of nut kicking? I like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's He's also saying, thanks title. for finishing those spreadsheets, Peter. Here's a gold coin. 
Yeah, I don't thank know how you money for those works. spreadsheets. Now spread those legs so I can kick you in the nuts. I don't know how jobs work. See, that was a better spread your legs joke than probably 99% of the others. <laughs> it didn't go down the path many would expect it to. Let's put it, it that took way. It straight to the, you know, where, the, where the good... Don't let straight the door the hit you where the good Lord split you. You know what I'm saying? I do know what you... I do understand you. I understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. Because the good Lord won't be the one hitting you. And it won't be the door. Be this fucking size 14. Are you a righty or a lefty kicker? Or are you going to drop double kick? I don't, I, I don't, I don't think Double I have a stronger leg to top kick rope. With. I never thought about it. I don't think I have a stronger. Well, leg are you right-handed or left-handed? Listen, you see, I weigh about two sixty, so my thigh muscles and my calf muscles are mostly muscle. How's your quadriceps? Like, I can flex now? my calf, and that's just straight fucking muscle. I don't, I don't know. I shouldn't look like this, but I do. That's just straight up like calf fucking muscle right there. Willie, are you saying you got cankles? All the way to I the mean, floor. I can show you. You can tell me. I don't know. I'm not no, a good judge. No, we don't want to get into that. Like, on but this I, show. I got no shoes or socks on. I can just put it right here in the camera. I don't know that we want to become the show that starts showing our feet. I got you. Here you go. <laughs> Do I have a cankle? Is that a cankle to you? Here you go, everyone. There you go. We're that show. We're that show now. Is that That's a us. fucking cankle? Because I don't see a cankle, but I see his fucking calf muscle. I hate my life. <laughs> Chris, show your feet. <laughs> I, I don't want to show my feet. And if you enjoyed our feet, you can get in contact with me at South Porky on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, you can definitely buy pictures of my feet. I don't fucking mind. Really, are you going to make an OnlyFans? It's just feet pics now. No, I sell them directly through uh, through word of mouth. Through word of mouth, so that nobody gets a uh, cut. That's smart. I get a cut. I said so that nobody. Of course, you get a cut. I'm the one somebody. Mm, are we sure about that? <laughs> no nope. i'm on this show i'm not somebody yeah exactly <laughs> our level of fame peaked many years ago on this show we had fame a little bit mm. was i there for that probably no, we had a God tiny bit it. of notoriety i don't know if we had fame i mean it's about the same time we hosted a panel in chicago <laughs> so yeah that, i was there that was that. our peak yeah you were there for that we peaked and then we went boom that's the technical term for it. Well, before we get in the news, I have I have a pressing question for you boys. Did mm-hmm. you buy anything for Amazon Prime Day? Yes. Nope. Well, while Willie's getting his stuff, I'll say I did, which right was here. some of it was a Christmas gift, which is the Adams Family on DVD for my father, who doesn't watch the show, so he won't get spoiled. And if he does, I well, got, I got my new printer like two days before Prime Day. Ooh. <laughs> So I did that. Uh, I bought the last season of Rick and Morty for like 15 bucks on Blu-ray and I bought mm. a couple other movies. And then the other stuff was boring because they had a lot of pantry goods on sale that I normally stock up on. So I bought oatmeal, granola bars, trash bags. Oh man. I, I was a wild spender for prime day with my pantry goods. <laughs> Went nuts on your, your uh, fallout shelter restock. Man, I'm so boring. And it's just going in my pantry because I was low on trash bags and granola bars and oatmeal. And I got pop chips. I forgot about my pop chips. They're like no, the, the. I don't want to know. Puffed, I don't want to know. I don't. They're like know. puffed rice chips. They're really I good. I don't fucking want <laughs> no, to know. They're good. They're pop too bad. Chips. You're gonna know. We're fucking gonna leave it at that. I don't fucking care. You've not heard of pop chips? I don't. I mean, you know what I have heard? Peanut butter, butter pops. I see somebody remembers that one. Uh... Lily, what'd you get at Prime Day? Don't you? You had to go get your props. What'd you get? 
So uh, I, I saw two movies that are like, all right, those two movies are worth getting right now because nothing else was there I really saw except for like, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Is that the sequel title? Yes. All right. So, yeah, I did, that was still a little too expensive. Like, what, this is on no sale. So what the fuck? It's it not even for sale yet. I mean, it's just pre-orders well, well, for the new that. one. Why was it on part of whatever? Anyway, I saw two movies, one of them being The Crow. Ooh. Nice. with uh, Blu-ray and digital. So that the was the soundtrack that, I bought the most times. And then uh this came for some reason in a steel case. But uh Better Off Dead. Ooh. Classic 80s movie. They uh, did a steel book for Better Off Dead. They make steel wow. books know, for I everything now. I want my two dollars. <laughs> I want my two dollars. Yeah. yeah, sure, right. whatever. Right. I mean, yeah, it was a good damn movie. Fucking love it. Uh, the young cute. This guy. mountain is 100% snow. Do you know the street value of this? He was snorting the snow because he can't uh, get proper I'm drugs tracking. in the town. That's part of the joke of uh, Better Off Dead. It's Curtis Armstrong, also known as Booger from uh, the uh, Revenge of the Nerds movies. There you go. I don't know why I remembered his name is Curtis Armstrong. It was one of the only celebrities I've ever seen eat a meal. I don't know what that means. Lexington like, Comic Con. cheeseburger? Like, yeah. Saw him like, oh, yeah. he's over there. Cool. Lexington Comic and Toy Convention. When I went there, wow. the only time I've ever had a counter, like had a booth. But at the, I was staying in the hotel in the convention center. They put him up because he was there doing signings. And yeah, like four tables down from me, like I looked over my shoulder and there's fucking Curtis Armstrong just eating his breakfast. Like, and seemed like the nicest guy in the world. I think four times people came up to him during his meal, which, you know. I would think of as completely rude when you're at a place where like you're literally getting paid to sign autographs and like people came up to him and like got autographs and stuff. And I think it was also, he had just like started working on supernatural. So like he was on a popular CW show at the time. So like, yeah, but like four or five times people came up and interrupt him during his meal. And he just seemed like the nicest dude took pictures with people, signed stuff for him right there at the table. That's cool. Just, just went back to eating his breakfast, drinking his coffee. Yeah. It just seemed like a super nice guy. You know, some, you know, some celebrities get pissed. Like, you get you interrupt them during their off time at a con. It's like, okay, fuck off. Like, I'm eating. I'm, yeah, he was just sitting there chilling. He just he seemed like a really nice guy. I also remember him as a teacher in that one movie, Bully, with uh, Rick Moranis. Not, not Rick Moranis. Uh, wait, yeah. Uh, Selinski. That's Rick Moranis, right? My brain is having a contusion. I think so. I think. Yeah, Honey, I Shrunk Kids. That's Rick Moranis, right? Yeah. God, my brain is... Yeah, it was him and uh, 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 Roseanne's fucking husband, uh, Tom Arnold. It was both of them in there, and then he was just another teacher in this. That was a good movie, Bully. Fucking not, not, not to be confused with the documentary Bully, but yeah. or the video game from Rockstar. Mm. Who the fuck's gonna confuse it with the video game? I, when I said the goddamn movie. Maybe it someone thinks the video game's an adaptation like of the movie. Hold on. Maybe someone True. thinks the game not is the an adaptation. Name. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he's got. Did I, did I break Willie? Did I finally Fuck, do continue it? Continue on! I finally did it! Yes! yes. You, know what, you know what happens when you break me? I get nude. Let's happen. Camera off. Live from the ATGN studios on uh, the internet. It's the news of the week. Hey, it's the news of the week, and thankfully Willie's not nude. That's that's my news. No nude Willie. 
Go us. But in all seriousness, Next. news of the week. It's that part of the show where we run down what's in our minds. It's the most interesting, geekier, nerdy news that's popped up here lately. And share it with you all, our fine listeners that are out there and amongst ourselves, just so we can entertain ourselves. I'll go first because I just chose a simple story that just kind of made me laugh. Is We talked about the fact that Netflix is cracking down on passwords. And we all kind of thought that would lead to a drop in Netflix subscribers. But in fact, it led to an increase in Netflix subscribers as people then spun off their accounts so that the people that have been leeching off of them for lack of a better term could then have an account of their own borrowing. Cause remember love was sharing a password and it still is according to their Twitter. Well, Mm -hmm. I guess uh, Netflix is feeling a little big for their britches right now because they saw that uptick in subscribers, despite the fact that, you know, numbers were down the rest of the quarter for everything else. Netflix is now canceling and getting rid of their cheapest ad free plan that's available in the United States in the United Kingdom. You know, the basic $9.99 a month plan that was £6.99 a month for no ads. Yeah, it's gone. Now their cheapest plan is $6.99 with ads. And the next tier is $15.49 for the ad-free tier. So, yeah, that uh, that basic plan, it's gone. The trade-off is if you currently have the basic plan, they will not take it away from you. Let me caveat that and say yet i imagine at You're some point currently in time, grandfathered in you will be grandfathered in and you will be able to according to what they're saying now keep that plan until either you cancel your account or you change to a different tier once you change you cannot go back to that basic plan but that does not mean that six months from now they may not just change their mind and be like oh yeah. we're bouncing you all up to this version now price increase Mm-hmm. I mean, the basic plan, I think, was what, like two streams at 1080p or something like that, which was fine for many households. But yeah, that, that's something gone like now. That. Now now the most basic ad-free plan is 15, 16 bucks. So add an extra five, pretty much 33% more than what you were paying to keep an ad-free plan if you wanted to resubscribe or something like that. Because I don't know, I I despise ads, despise I mean- them. Not to just, I mean, just to throw this out there, I feel like Hulu's just fucking better. Don't call me a shill or anything. It's just better. You get the TV show. Depends shows on what you want. If you're looking for. They have good movies in there, they too. Do. And if you want to be able to catch up on, say, like, network television stuff that's going to be next day on Hulu, a lot of their FX yeah. stuff is on, like, how we watch What We Do in the Shadows, which, you know, just started their mm-hmm. latest season, oh, is we watch it on Hulu the next day. That's how we watch Lego Masters, mm-hmm. which will be the only TV on Fox next year. Well, that animation and other reality TV. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Let me paraphrase. The only thing worth watching. Fair. Well, I mean, I don't even watch the animation. I just realized now as I was thinking about it. I can't remember the last time I sat down and watched an episode of The Simpsons or Family Guy I or any of that you. stuff. I don't know. It's been years, I think. I've watched some reruns on Adult Swim. Well, it's not even on Adult Swim anymore. What is it on reruns for? What? Family Guy. Where'd they move it to? I can't remember. Family Guy, I don't know. All the, Epics. like, the Probably. 28 seasons of The Simpsons it. is on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. I honestly don't remember. I think the last time I watched a cartoon on Fox, either the day of or the next day, was I think I still watch the Treehouses of Horror episodes when those come out, just because that's kind of tradition for me, mm. for Simpsons, is I like the Treehouse of Horror stuff. Fine. It's a good classic. Are you judging me, Willie? Yes. I'm. Mm. What episode am I not judging you, Chris? Episode Come one. 
I'd say the well, first like I wasn't forty-seven. Here on one, so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you couldn't judge me. So I think maybe my the first, first seventy-two was two seven. Was it two seventy-two? How would I, I, I two, remember? I know it was two seventy something. I thought it was two like seventy-four to seventy-six. Willie, I've done over five hundred of these. I can't remember things that happened more than like two episodes ago anymore. God, you guys just used my name for so many episode titles for the innuendo. Duh. Fair enough. Crystal, <laughs> Crystal in your endo. I think the first one was the extended Willie. I think that was your first guest appearance versus That's your first. That's what I'm saying. Oh, oh I, I was thinking of the voicemail. Really we played your I voicemails before. That's what I was meaning. So I'm like the guy who shows up sleeping on your couch, and I'm still here <laughs> after you got married and everything, and we were just cool with it. Willie just lays on the couch and goes f your couch, and I'm like I'm on. like uh, Harlan Williams and uh and half baked. I remember, yeah, no one remembers Harlan Williams, but I remember no. that guy, Rocket Man. I remember Harlan Williams. Dude needs a chin for real. Right. So that was my news is Netflix canceled their cheapest plan because their subscribers went up with their plan. So I guess they assumed they don't need it anymore, despite the fact that their numbers actually aren't as good as they appear. It, who knows, man? Streaming services confuse me. I don't understand the pricing structure for things. Like, for instance, I was getting Peacock for free with Comcast for ages just because I was an internet subscriber. And now they're rolling out a change so that you have to be a certain level internet subscriber to get it for free. And that's only <laughs> for two years. So like my dad called me. He's like, Hey, do you get Peacock still? I'm like, I think. And I tried to log in. It's like, no, you, you don't have an account. I'm like, what the shit? And then Comcast sends me an email two days later. Like, because you're a gigabit customer, you get two years of free Peacock. Go through this convoluted process to get two years of free Peacock. And I was like, okay. And it eventually worked. So now I have Peacock and I can't tell you the last time I watched something on it that wasn't just me. Oh, it was probably WrestleMania was the last time I watched it. I was say wrestling, right? Yeah. I Wait, turned on WrestleMania. The WWE Network went to Peacock? The WWE in yeah. the United States is on Peacock. So if you subscribe well, I mean, to Peacock. Is it like the WWE Network, the streaming service is now merged with correct. The Peacock? Yeah. If, if you live in the oh. United States, there is no WWE Network anymore. It is all on Peacock. Yeah. I remember that was a thing and it was yeah. there. They paid a lot of money for that. So like you can watch premium live events they're not pay-per-views anymore you can watch those on peacock so if you... hey hey chris yes so uh you want to pull a netflix you mind if i borrow borrow your account for twisted metal <laughs> will you probably shouldn't talk about borrowing my account live on the internet where Comcast fuck these fucking corporations they can suck <laughs> my balls yeah just remind me when we get closer to it <laughs> I'm just wondering if Disney's going to eventually do the same thing because when they started Disney Plus, like they kind of did like Netflix did, where you know love is sharing a password. Disney Plus literally sent out the letter when you bought like the three year commitment when it first started. That's like okay, you can now set up your five accounts, share them with friends and family. Like it actually told you to do it in the email. So I'm wondering at what point does Disney Plus go? Yeah, yeah, you need to be like geo locked to the same you know computer in the same house, or we're not letting you use it anymore. Any day now, I would assume, based yeah. off of Less content numbers. for more money. That's what streaming services are. Less well, content for more money. And Bob Iger already said they're making too many Marvel and Star Wars TV shows, and it's hurt the quality of both products. I'm like, I don't know if that's necessarily fully the is, case. Then I watched Bob Secret Iger, Invasion. And went, is Bob maybe Iger is. the uh, dude who doesn't know what he's doing, or is that someone else? No, that's the guy that knew what he was doing, retired, then had another yeah. guy take over for a year and a half that didn't know what he was doing, so much so they brought Bob Iger out of retirement. 
Who was yeah. the guy who was in charge of uh, Agents of Shield? Who was that guy? Jeff Loeb, wasn't Jeff that? Loeb, no, 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 like, no, 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 not the person in charge. Like the guy who wanted that out, and the uh, uh, the um, people on the moon, the uh, Inhumans. Humans. Yeah, who was that oh, guy behind all that? that? Bob Ibchek, wasn't that the one that he was remember. in charge? The piece of shit like, dude who thought he, he knew was, better. And yeah, Kevin at the Faye, time Kevin he was. Yeah, he was the head of Marvel Entertainment, so he answered to Bob Iger over at Disney. But like he was technically Kevin Feige's boss. I think it was Bob Icheck. Yeah, he like thought that. he knew better than what he really did. Yeah, he was. <laughs> yeah, like, he's the one that was like, "Oh no, Inhumans needs to be in IMAX in theaters." I mean, <laughs> yes, it does if you make a good enough product right. to warrant that. So he so did not. If it yeah. was good, we would probably look at it very differently instead of realizing yeah. that it was just trash. Um, is it even on Disney Plus still? As much as they've removed other content. I don't know if Inhumans actually ever was. No, it was. It was. was it? Yeah. It was mostly I, shot in Hawaii. I, that, that's that'd be fun. Furthest. I know my trivia, man. I watched it. I never I like did. Uh, uh, that Ramsey Bolton dude was awesome in it, and he was also awesome in uh, Misfits. I mean, it had Anson Mount in it, so that was yeah. cool. Anson Mount did a good job with a character where you can't talk. Like, that's a big ask for, you know, a lot of actors can't pull that off. His... Uh, Black Bolt was actually pretty cool. They didn't do much with him on the show. Like, the show was basically the Medusa show, and then because, you know, CGI hair costs too much money, after two episodes, they shaved her head. It's like, oh, this is the dumbest fucking idea ever. It seems like make you should have just made it in the first place. Yeah. It's, it's something that, yeah, they pushed it for all the wrong reasons, and then did it poorly. Yeah, there's lots of things that went wrong with the Inhumans. All the uh, all the underlining things and shaving that hair too. Oh my god, the force shaving! Jesus Christ! All the fucking metaphors that came out of that. What the fuck was yeah. going through your head, writer? What uh, besides budget? What the fuck? Holy shit! You held a woman down and shaved forcefully shaved her hair. Holy shit! Yep, the one season of the Inhumans from 2017 is still on Disney Plus. Ooh. So go rush yeah. out to see that one. Yeah, don't don't rush and out to watch some that. nice pib extra while you do it. <laughs> uh, you'd have to be on a hell of a sugar rush. Drink two cases of pib to where extra. your head's just just spinning with electricity, and then go watch the Inhumans. Maybe that'll make it more interesting. Or or just don't watch the Inhumans. Don't. It it was sad, too, because you could tell in the writing, they had a lot of the good ideas from the comics they were trying to put into the show. And it's like every time they started moving towards something good, like it just got pulled back. And like you could tell watching the show was almost all budgetary. I was like, I don't know. I think the big spot was like, why the fuck did they shoot in Hawaii? This whole show could have been done on a backlight, Universal Studios somewhere. Yeah, could have been done in Vancouver. Toronto. In Vancouver. Yeah. Where they Vancouver, shoot everything. Canada, buddy. Yeah. Vancouver, we which is every city sets. in America. And yet they're like, no, we're going to do the whole thing in Hawaii because we want the set. Like, there was no reason for the show to be in Hawaii. They spent all their budget on location, and the location didn't fucking matter because a quarter of the show took place on their floating city that was all CGI studio backlot anyways. On the moon. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, the blues, the blue spot on the moon. Like, yeah, I don't know if they'd have actually just shot it at you know like a Disney bat lot and you know made the writers take more than one pass at anything. It could have been a really good show. 
Look, all yeah, I can they, think talking about the moon now them. is we're whalers on the moon. We carry a harpoon. Mm-hmm. I can't. I think that's from Futurama. Futurama. Which, mm. speaking of, in four days, Futurama returns to Hulu. Which I still have never watched. Wait, wait, wait. You mean new episodes? New episodes of Futurama return I'm, to Hulu. I'm good. You're not gonna watch new episodes of who? Of uh, I mean, not Futurama? that I hated Futurama. I mean, maybe if someone, if I go to someplace and they have it on, sure, I'll give it a watch. But I, I'm not going out of my way to watch it. I mean, I've had my fun Futurama. I'm done. It was good. It's weird. It's one of those shows I've watched like four episodes randomly. Like I watched the pilot when it was live on Fox. Like it's like, hey, we got a Simpsons show, Simpsons like show coming out called Futurama with Matt Groening doing the artwork. It's like, okay, and that's. Yeah, just it never, I don't know, it never seemed, it wasn't something I felt like watching more of. I don't know, man. Futurama's great. I mean, I agree with you. I had my fun. I'm not saying anything bad. I watched more than four goddamn episodes. Yeah, I think I've seen like randomly, I think I've randomly seen the pilot like five or six times, you know, flipping channels and catching reruns or whatever. I was yeah, there day one. I saw the fur over the pilot yeah. episode. I was yeah, there. I, I remember I watched it live when it was on. Fox 12 new or Fox 12 in Idaho in you know high school. But yeah, I just I don't know. It never it never grabbed me the way Simpsons did. Cuz I think I, I watched the first 7 or 8 seasons of the Simpsons like every episode as it aired. Like that show I was into. Now Futurama just never grabbed me the same way. Strange. I love mm-hmm. it. I think it's great. Yeah, most people do. And hey, I'm glad they're back and you know DiMaggio got his money. They paid Bender Pay that man his money. Yeah, right. I'm fucking gonna try to bring the show back and not bring back one of your most talented fucking voice actors. All right. Well, that's my news, and we kind of tangent a little bit. I'm gonna toss things over to Bachman. What you got for us? We got invincible news. So we got uh, SDCC. Even though apparently there's gonna be no actors and not much media, and I think Marvel's not going. Uh, supposedly the San Diego media con might actually be about comics this year because none of the media is going because of all the strikes. So one of the big panels that's going on uh, is skybound is celebrating the 20th anniversary of the walking dead and invincible. So basically Kirkman's book started, you know, between the two of them roughly 20 years ago. Um, I mean, walking dead, I think is still going because they're still publishing the, reprints in color but invincible ended after 15 years yeah walking dead ended on its on its weird super special we're not telling anybody you know issue like 147 or whatever where no one knew the ending was coming but yeah so 20 years ago skybound became a thing and did you know two of the biggest books in the world we're getting a uh let's see invincible is doing a panel which they made sure on the san diego comic-con and skybound website to say this is not an Invincible Season 2 special screening. Like, they have it in big, bold words, because uh, I think if they were screening something new, it would go against the strike. And so, even though it's animation, I think uh, all the actors involved are not going to be there. And so, it's going to be... Let's see. So, on the creators panel, celebrating 20 years, joined Invincible creators Robert Kirkman, Corey Walker, Ryan Otley along with Marge Dean, the head of the studio, Skybound Animation, and Mark Rogers, the creative director of Skybound. So it's everybody involved in the show and involved with Invincible, the creators of Invincible, but none of the actors, so they're not going to have anybody breaking, you know, getting accused of scabbing, going against the strikes. But they're going to do uh, basically a panel about Invincible. Uh, I think it's tomorrow, yeah. 
Friday, July 21st. And then they put out a list of the five things to look forward to at SDCC for Invincible fans to get excited about. The first one, of course, is the 20th anniversary panel doing a Q&A. And then they have getting on there, have non-screening, like they're not showing anything from season two yet. Uh, it says it says cast and creator of the Prime Invincible show. And I think that's where they may not have the cast because it's advertised that the cast is going to be there for the Q&A. But I don't believe any of them are going to show up because of the because of SAG now joining the, the strikes. Uh, they did announce official uh, exclusive merch, which they got new covers coming out, which the one I want, there's a Greg Capullo variant cover for Invincible 1. These sparkers are going to be 200 bucks on eBay in like three days. They just look so damn pretty. Uh, they also have a Trad Moore one and a couple other uh, variants that just look awesome. But it's one of those things it's like, well, if you're not in San Diego, good luck getting one. They're doing um, a pin set with a lanyard all from the cartoon, which is awesome because the lanyard is the light blue that they use for the black ground of Invincible. And the lanyard itself is covered in blood. So it very much goes with the cartoon. Well, the really cool thing is they're also doing a Burger Mart burger meal that you can get, which is a Burger Mart with Invincible Slab Comics cover trading cards for 50 bucks. So the special Burger Mart meal at SCCC, you get one of six Invincible cover slab cards. If you get lucky, you get a card with the infamous Robert Kirkman signature. So there's a signature card possibly in there. You get an orange Burger Mart tumbler, a Burger Mart stress ball, a Burger Mart sticker sheet, so the Burger Mart stress mall looks like a burger from Burger Mart. An Invincible tap wristband, a Thick Mark Think, oh no, a Think Mark Think Omni Man pin. So it was yeah, so it was his dad telling him to think. And then yeah, one of six cover slabs. They're also doing uh, an Invincible dice game. So there's dice games coming out for Invincible and The Walking Dead, which look kind of interesting, where it's like a mix of cards and dice, and then like you battle you know your family members. You know, some, something that looks I'll like a battle be fun. everyone. Exactly. Plus, you know, anything with fucking Mark Grayson on it, I'm probably going to buy it if I can get my hands on it. So I will get that card game. It looks like it might be interesting. Um, let's see what, yeah, Greg Capullo's covers inked by Jonathan Glapian. Trad Moore has an exclusive one. Oh, that was the other one. So Andy Kubert, most people would know for doing just awesome covers on Wolverine. He's had three or four runs on the Wolverine comics and just some of the most vicious, badass Marvel covers ever that just looked as violent as he could get away with at Marvel. He's doing a cover for Invincible 19, which if I remember correctly, his first appearance of Battle Beast. And oh, it's cool. a Adam Kubert Battle Beast cover with like the remains of Invincible kind of in the corner of the cover. If you go look at Skybound or uh, SCCC's website, you'll see it. It's just a bloody disgusting cover. It looks so good. And then yeah, this one, I don't know. Rose Besh is doing a SCC exclusive Adam Eve cover. And there's also an SCCC exclusive Adam Eve cover by Justin Florentino. Both those are pretty cool looking. They're doing a photo booth at the song at the uh, SCCC for uh, just, it's just nothing but S uh, invincible images around the sides of it, which looks really cool. They're handing out a free exclusive comic, which is the black and white version of the Capullo variant. And it's funny because they have the list of these five things, but then during those five things, they didn't mention that they have a new game coming out. So they're doing Guarding the Globe, the Invincible mobile game, but they didn't list it as the five things to be excited for at SCCC, so I guess Good. they're not going to announce <laughs> anything else at That's SCCC about it. 
Yeah, and I mean, you know, mobile games, not really the best, but like it has a really cool animated trailer that you can go see on uh, YouTube and it's done by Ubisoft. So like, we're not talking about like some crappy little rinky dink company. Like, you know, Ubisoft has made some pretty good games. Ubisoft will just follow their typical formula. Mobile Probably. Yeah, but mobile, not, we're not even talking handheld game. That's a whole other beat. Yeah, it's not no. on the Game Boy mobile. Advance or shit like that. No, it's on your but, mobile phone. But it's free it's be to gotcha. play. It's free it's to gotcha. play. So you know I'm going to play it, and I will have a review as soon as it's available because y'all know I'm going to fucking play an Invincible game. Uh, even if it was... Prediction. You're going to put down at least $30 within the first week. Well, you know that I could just not do prediction. that. Prediction. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> but yeah, oh, the animation gotcha for the, the animation for the trailer looks really good. So I'm interested to see what it's going to be because it's also one of those ones where it's an animated characters from the. It basically looks almost like a shot from the cartoon. So it's definitely not gameplay. No gameplay has been shown. So it's a question of what the game itself is actually going to be. But yeah, it's a free to play invincible game. I'm gonna be fucking playing that. But yeah, this is one of the few years where like I really kind of wish I could go to SECC because I think it's gonna be a little less crowded this year because of all the people who aren't going. And it was really awesome to see Ryan Otley on his, uh, I know he put it on his Instagram, he might have put it on his Twitter as well, but they took one of those buildings where they do like, you know, like the, they used to do the big billboards and they did an entire like invincible wrap of an of like a four story tall apartment building, including the windows. So like all the windows are open so you can see like that part of the image is moved, but just a, there's an image on his uh, Instagram where it's just Ryan Otley standing there in the street with his arms up like, this is fucking awesome. And it's a building covered with his artwork. Like, as a comic book artist, that's got to be something really cool to see. I mean, the guy's gone on to do Spider-Man. He's done uh, just, I think he just finished his run on the Hulk. But you now he worked on Invincible for almost 15 years straight. Like, to see it, like, now being a cartoon. They're doing games. They're doing more merch. They're doing board games. They got more and more of the action figures coming out. We're getting the season two of the cartoon. And, you know, and it's nice that, of course, it's not just Kirkman as an executive producer with Amazon. Kirkman, Corey Walker, and Ryan Otley are all executive producers on the cartoon. So they all get to help have input and get that little, you know, Amazon paycheck when the cartoon does well. So yeah, it's just awesome to see. Because I know that guy, like, there was a point where Ryan Otley, like, had trouble sitting or standing. He had hurt his back so bad sitting in a chair, like, doing 16-hour days as a comic book artist. And, like, he went on, you know, a health kick and lost a bunch of weight got himself you know in better shape again and you know seeing like he like the guy was physically killing himself to put this book out for a while and so it's awesome to see like he's kind of reaping some of the rewards now that unfortunately a lot of times comic book artists don't get you work on a book for 10 years and people remember you know bob kane but they don't remember bill finger like the shit sucks sometimes so it's awesome to see that ryan otley's getting his uh, just desserts and getting to celebrate invincible at stcc yeah, it's pretty the cool. The San Diego MediaCon this year with comics. <laughs> I kind of forgot it was coming up until I saw one of the guys I follow on Twitter from io9 be like, hey, I'm late to SDCC today because yeah. I missed my train. Shit. Well, because we haven't had all of the announcements that we usually have prior to San Diego MediaCon because that's what it has become. And usually you've got, you know, HBO doing the House of Dragons, you know, building where you go in and hatch a dragon egg. You got freaking, you know, whatever the newest young adult book turned into a movie series is covering an entire street in San Diego and posters like that's been kind of a nonstop thing, you know, leading up to COVID and then post COVID once they brought the con back. 
I mean, it's been a media con for a while. And yeah, just with, with writer's strike, at now actor's strike, and a whole bunch of you know studios saying, hey, we're not going to pay the prices to be at San Diego Comic-Con, it's probably going to be one of the ones that's the least crowded it's been in a while, which is probably good if you're on the floor of the actual con. You know, there not being 80,000 people there on a Saturday might be a good thing. Less chance of catching some of that con crud. I'm pretty sure it's still going to be a sellout. Yeah, it might be. But I mean, yeah, it's, it, it just may not be as big as it has been. I think they always sell the out. Plebeians coming in now. Great. <laughs> Couldn't scalp this ticket, but hey, I might as well use it, you know? Yeah. Hey, anything that hurts scalpers, I'm all for. There's, fuck that's a true. scalper. Fuck, fuck, fuck a scalper. Remember, Superman powers. They're also on the list. <laughs> Good. Well, we'll have to keep an eye out for what's coming up with all that Invincible stuff. Uh, Mr. Willie Nelson, you're doing something a little different for your news this week. Why don't you explain to the people what's going on here? I gave you a hint when the introductions were happened. I saw some horror, some things in a theater yesterday. No, sorry, the day before on a Tuesday. What kind of accent is this? I don't know. Okay, I was just curious. I'll, I'll go back to you now. Generic deep voice. I don't know. Sounding kind of familiar. Anyway. South Carolina Dracula. South Carolina? Why South Carolina? I didn't think I put any kind of... Maybe Georgia or, or, or Alabama or Louisiana, I'd give you. Because it has that little bit of French in it. Are you going for a crawdad man effect? <laughs> I don't remember crawdad man. I know that's a thing. Keep separated. Now you offspring? What? Am I fucking... What? The crawdad man yeah. is from the league. Yeah, I knew it sounded familiar, but what's the what's the offspring reference for then? The crawdad man has to keep his crawdad separated. He's got to keep them separated. And he That's says that while he, he goes around making an action like this because he's separating his crawdads. Does he sing it like yeah. uh, the offspring does? No. No. Oh, so that was just a flourish by you. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. All right, so anyway, <laughs> I saw the flash in theater. Oh, Willie, you poor, poor child. I mean, I needed so I needed to get out of the house on Tuesday, and I was like, "Oh, Flash is still in theaters. It's been in theaters so long that the studio is probably you know, all that money. Most of the money's going to the theater by now, because it's usually the first two weeks is when the studio gets the majority of the money. But anything like after that, I think like it, the theater starts getting more and more of that cut. I think is how it works. I'm not a hundred percent on that, man. I've heard this. I that could be just fully false in and of itself." It's just my understanding, you know? But, uh, yeah, I saw the Flash in theaters. And and the first thing I want to say is every, every time Ezra Miller said, I, I, I need to help people, I looked at him and that's a bold-faced lie, you harassing son of a bitch. Superman powers, he's on the list. Or How? they are on the list. I don't fucking care. Yeah, you're people they, like that. You don't get, you don't get to choose. No, fuck you. You're not respectful to other people, so no one should be respectful to you. That's my that's my opinion. So, Willie, as you get into this review, how crowded was your theater when it was, what, like three, four weeks out from release? Well, it was one of the smaller theaters rooms in there, and um, still recliner seats, which is fucking nice. Not gonna lie. So even if it was uh, bad, you could take a nap. At fucker, I took a nap the first time I went to that goddamn theater for, because uh, <laughs> there was just me and two other women watching... Uh, 
what was that movie? It was based on the myth, not mythological, the actual guy, uh, Mesopotamia, Alexander the Great. Oh, that's you yeah, went to see wow. that one with uh, what's his name? Colin, Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Yeah, yeah, it was him. Oh. And, yeah. yeah, the I'm two sorry. battle scenes were awesome, but I remember like uh, back at back when this theater first opened up, when that movie was out, they, they didn't have reclining seats, but they did have. Ret- like movable armrest, so I put that shit up and I laid down. <laughs> oh, because it was just me and two other people in there. The two battle scenes in that movie were good, but uh, everything else was like a hot garbage to me. But that was my younger brain, so I don't know how I'd like it now. Probably more. But anyway, the Flash. Yeah, fuck Ezra Miller. But back to the actual thing. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm just gonna spoil everything in here. I don't fucking care. You shouldn't see this movie. It's a piece of shit. Fuck Ezra Miller. He doesn't deserve any money either. So fuck him. All right. Uh, yeah, Mike Keaton was pretty good in it. Uh, it was a little weird how the, the, the direction they went with him, but sure, you can have it. Whatever. It's He's like a weird recluse. Well, of course, Batman's a recluse, but he's also, for some reason, they always have him wearing an ascot around his neck. I don't know why. Even in a bathrobe, ascot. Like, sure. I mean, it's... Whatever. That's how you show that someone's a billionaire. Had they, and with this version of Bruce, from what I'd read in some other stuff, they seem to imply the fact that he was retired as Batman because Gotham had been cleaned up. Yes. For lack of a better term. Gotham does no longer need a hero. It's it's doing fine. So, good job to you, Flash. You actually did something good. Gotham's cleaned up. No need for Batman. Batman's fucking getting drunk and retired. Fuck yeah, bud. I guess not. Since Zod comes, oh yeah. So the whole point is, he goes back in time to, and in his mind, not to stop the person killing his mom, or to even find out who does. No, no, no. The one thing that would do the least amount of damage is the whole reason Dad had to go out to the store to leave Mom and me by myself was because we forgot the spaghetti sauce in a can. So, so he went back in time. And put that can back in their in their grocery cart from that earlier that morning, so they didn't forget it. So Dad didn't have to go out and get it again. And everything's a okay apparently. You still don't know why she was had a knife in her stomach. Still don't find that out. I'm guessing they were holding that off for fucking was it Reverse Flash that did it originally? Yeah, so, Reverse yes. Flash is who killed his mom. Eobard Thorn, whatever Thawne. the fuck his name, Eaglebort. Eobard Thawn. Eaglebort is better though. It's a normal name from the 23rd century. Yeah, once you yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The names yeah. like Willie won't be normal then. No, nope. I doubt that. I doubt that. Well, Willie's it's time travel and find out. You build the time machine, Willie. Listen, as 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 a society in English, we ch- we got Richard and we changed it to Dick. If you think Willie is not going to be a normal name in the future, you're doing something weird cuz people like weird names, all right? Not say Willie is a weird name, but the fact that it's mm-hmm. also a phallus representative is also part of why I'm saying this. Anyway, yeah, so you never find out why she dies or how she dies, but as he's coming back to the future, uh, oh no, here goes something is in like oh the whole weird special effects thing of when he's time traveling is like a circular, like a not a Mobius strip, the uh, like the thing that you know when you cycle through it kind of looks like motion picture okay. as it's going through. It's kind of like that as it's going around so, him so he doesn't use a cosmic treadmill in the movie no 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 okay he's running on like something like, kind of like sand thing it kind of looks like whatever something comes out from the stands that's going around him and knocks him out 
and he go he gets knocked out to the day he actually gets his powers and he goes he's at his parents place oh mom's live and then oh shit here he comes there's two of me oh no and turns out i'm the flash dude oh i can't believe this can you do the thing that makes a fort around me that's so cool that's how the flash fucking is in the new fucking iteration of him and he has a bright idea it's like shit if you don't get powers maybe i don't get powers like sure that's how that works whatever you whatever so he takes him apparently the powers transfer from him to his other self and now he doesn't have any powers but his past self whoa thanks this is so cool dude that's pretty much the that's kind of the acting you get out of that (laughs) i'm sorry i just got to take a breath it is like there are some good parts of the movie i'm not gonna lie I mean, it was kind of weird how they were forcing, like, in this alternate thing. They really kept going with this joke of, like, yeah, this is kind of like Back to the Future starring Eric Stoltz. They really kept going to that really hard. Like, I got it. Even They even have a dude who lifts up his leg. He's like, yeah, I got a tattoo of Eric Stoltz from Back to the Future on my leg, on my thigh. Sure. Wh- why are we going so hard in this joke? But sure, it's here. Because they didn't have any other things to write. It's fair, but it's so <laughs> fucking annoying. Oh, yeah. Uh, let me just uh, reiterate that thing that knocked him back to, like, before he got back to his present was his past self who got his powers. I <laughs> uh, uh, said, no, which makes no sense. So I was like, no, I needed you to stop there so I could get my powers. Then how are you there in the first place to make you get the powers? Whatever. We're not, we're just going to pass by that. Yeah, he gets, apparently he's been going, oh, the whole reason he goes back in time to try and get powers is because he's trying to fix when uh, Supergirl and and Keaton Batman are trying to fight Zod along with those two, and they just kept losing over, so they keep going back in time, or the other Barry, the younger Barry, kind of keeps going back in time to fix it, and then uh, apparently uh, older Barry goes back with him, and then all of a sudden, it's him again. And it's just, he pulls off. It's like, oh, it's older Barry. Didn't see that coming. Not for a hot second. And he still hasn't figured out how to fix it either. Apparently, it's just a focal point. I do like the fact that they do say time travel. Uh, when you like uh, when you do stop at a place, it creates a fulcrum. I think that's the right term. How do you pronounce it? Fulcrum point? Fulcrum. Fulcrum. That's it. Yes, thank you. Makes a fulcrum point. Uh, but uh, when you change something, time is not linear, so it reverberates forward and backwards. That's why you also get Batman as Michael Keaton, and you know, yeah. uh, no, 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 uh, Clark Kent. You get uh, yeah. It's uh, why Barry going back and saving his mom changes what happened to Superman, even though Superman in the, yeah. landed in Kansas before Barry would have saved his mom. They yeah. do do that, so I do appreciate that little thing. Yeah, it, 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 the waves go back in both ways. It doesn't just change one thing; it changes everything. I like that. I'll give them that, especially since it's Michael Keaton, the one who's saying it, and not piece of shit butt boy. That's what I'm going to call him. <laughs> Ezra Miller, you're a piece of shit butt boy. I'm using boy. I don't give a fuck. Fuck you. You're piece of shit. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. What shape is it? He can still get take a punch in the fucking face. They can take a punch to the face. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm still hocked up on this. How how did they release this fucking movie? Yet they canceled <laughs> Batgirl. Because they had so how? much money invested into it, they thought they had no choice. And ironically enough, it's 
the lowest performing movie they put out of the DC universe, I think. Yep. Oh, they it's definitely going to fall short of Green Lantern. Yeah. It's not going to make as much money as Green Lantern did. Oh, they definitely did not give the uh, CGI artists enough time for this either. Uh, you can definitely tell in a bunch you, of spots. You saw how the director tried to spin it, that that was on purpose that those people looked a little yeah. off. And I was like, okay, you're just trying to make excuses for poor CGI, whatever, following the sword for things there. The interesting thing in all of this is the director of The Flash is now going to go do Batman Brave and the Bold. Is that a new movie? They're, they're sure. on a movie that's Batman Brave and the Bold. Sure. Um Sorry, I derailed you there, Willie. I apologize. No, it's just there's <laughs> going to be more of this. There's going to be more of this. That's well, what hurts. It's a dead trust uni- gun. Trusting gun. That's yeah, what I have to say. It's a dead universe. We got to keep that in mind. That's why they reshot yeah. the post credit scenes. Why they yanked a bunch of the Ben Affleck stuff out. Oh, of- post credit scene. There's only one post credit scene, and it's shitty as all. Yeah, fuck. and there was a different one before they yanked it. It. I don't even get what the fuck's the purpose. It's just drunk Aquaman. It's oh, you, very, like, you didn't get the Clooney one? We can go there, and that's it. He's starting to sing a sailor song. Rock, wait, rock, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. You didn't get the George Clooney one? That, that's that. That's at the end of the movie. It's not a post-credit thing. Oh, okay. That's just well, at the end of the movie. Mm. So there was reports that there was additional Ben Affleck Batman stuff that was cut out of yeah. the movie since the universe isn't happening. And there are a lot of people that have theorized, and I'm not sure it's been confirmed, that the George Clooney thing once they got it sort of changed what the original ending was, which was prior to all of that. And prior to universe getting reshaped, it was going to be uh, Michael Keaton, Batman that shows up again at the end to set up Batgirl and other stuff like that, because doesn't he die in this multiple times or something like that? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that's why the other flashes keeps trying to do yeah. it. Cause uh, Supergirl also keeps dying as well. Right. So, when they when they canceled this universe for lack of a better term they redid a bunch of stuff at the end and that's why you have the gag of george clooney instead of the gag of michael keaton still being alive and continuing to have that instance of the character still appear within the dc universe of things there's a whole bunch of other reports about stuff getting cut out of aquaman now too and aquaman being like their third round of reshoots after they've pulled pretty much all the ben affleck scenes out of it and things like that because they don't want to promise more stories in a dead universe. Like, then why are you putting the damn movie out? Yeah. If you do it, if you don't want to promise more stories, this is all based off your interconnected universe. Why are you doing it? I I don't get it. If they're going to can something, they should can Aquaman three. It's not like the Aquaman movies made that much money. Wait, 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 does, does the second one come out? I thought so. I don't know. There's yeah. a second Aquaman out already? Yeah. When the fuck did that come out? Yeah. Like five or six years Around ago? Around the pandemic? There was that first one. There's two. This is the third Aquaman, I think. Yeah. No. Aquaman the Lost. Maybe not. I don't know. Lost Kingdom. Oh, wait. Uh, no. Oh, yeah, that hasn't come out yet. You God damn it. This is yeah, the Aquaman, second one. The first one's 2018, you dumbasses. God damn it. There's no second one. It all blurs together, man. Remember oh. where that whole Johnny Depp thing was going on? Was that this year or last year? I can't fucking last remember. Year. People were saying no Amber last Heard in the sequel. Yeah. Yeah, so it's still going. What the fuck you mean? It still I guess hasn't the sequel been made. Has the Snyderverse is so bad, I can't tell you how many bad movies are in it. That's the problem. First of all, and there's all nothing wrong with the Snyderverse. Die. The Snyderverse is just fine, except for Ezra Miller. You're a piece of shit who should... I'm not going to finish that sentence because fuck who put Ezra Miller in as his quote unquote flash. Are you telling me Zack Snyder? Zack Snyder was sitting there like, 
that guy. Plus, also, was he a piece of shit at the point in time when he hired him? Probably. Well, since I some probably, of the stuff but it wasn't as <laughs> widespread known, all right? Yeah. Probably. Actually, the best meta point of this movie is when Ezra Miller is sitting there talking to Ezra Miller and realizes, holy shit, I am an annoying piece of shit. That was pretty meta and pretty nice. I so they got the they got one part of the movie right. Yeah, he's just sitting there like, oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. He was like, you are just insufferable. And yeah, you are too, you piece of shit. No, the really bad thing is they're going to force this Aquaman 2 when what we really need, because we've seen Fast X, we need Jason Momoa as the fucking Joker. He's done the best Joker since Heath Ledger in Fast X. His character was fucking just chaos. He was pure chaos. He was great in Fast X. That's better than the last two versions of the Joker we've got. Boy, we've had some bad takes on this show. Jason uh-huh. Momoa as the Joker might be up there with our top bad yeah. takes. Now, I will give you, if they ever do that, uh, uh, what's it called, amogram? Amalgram. Uh, if they ever do that and do the Joker with a oh, yeah, he was uh, the hyena. Yeah, yeah, that oh, all mixed together. Yeah, he'd be great that for that. Also, Jason Momoa is the hyena. <laughs> Chris, I actually agree with you this time. He's a piece of shit over there. Take him <laughs> stupid-ass ideas. I mean, I, I don't see it, so maybe that colors my opinion. I haven't seen Wait. Fast 10, so that probably okay, doesn't. That dude. Dude, I'm telling you, he he's, it's not like he's not playing the Joker. He is an agent of chaos in the movie. Like, he's a completely unhinged... Like he kind of has a plan. Is that I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a dog chasing a car. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. Like it's that type of level of batshit crazy. The whole movie. Like his character in Fast Ten is like Heath Ledger level Joker. Like it's good. Like he's just an agent of chaos. He's fucking insane. Not necessarily. Not he's, always. He's trying to entertain himself. At the Sometimes he just wants to see a fish smile. I mean, well, it depends on <laughs> it depends on what psychology. It depends on what psychology of the Joker you believe in, which there's one yeah. argument that is the Joker does all of these things because he wants to make Batman laugh and Batman react. Sometimes his goal is just to spark a reaction out of Batman. Kind of like that time Superman laughed at his joke and he was weirded out by it. Yes. And he still slumped away in, well, I guess he knew Superman could kill him in a heartbeat. Oh, yeah. Because Superman yeah, pretty much ju- straight up told him, like, I, I don't have a no kill rule. I just typically I mean, don't you, do it. I don't have a rule. You've against seen it. injustice. I mean, yeah, <laughs> well, not even that. Like, this is like in a comic I saw a while back. Uh, I saw someone do a review. Like I cover that little part of this little story. It's just the Joker coming, placing bombs in Metropolis. Cause he got tired of, uh, uh, Gotham and Superman already pulled up. Like, yo, you mean these bombs? It's like, go ahead and press the button. You'll die. I I'm, I'm okay here. Mm. He's like, you wouldn't do that. He's like, I, I don't mind killing someone. I just don't do it. So Willie, yeah, going back, going back to the Flash, we don't like to rate things on a scale Let's because not. everyone's scale is subjective. I just want to ask you a simple question: thumbs up or thumbs down? <laughs> <laughs> if you want to watch it, go for it. It's not like if you're going to be like, listen. My most my things I hated the most about it is because Ezra Miller is a piece of shit person. That's why I hated it most. So that has nothing really to do with the movie of itself and the quality of it. It's an all right movie. All right. 
I, I paid 53 cents for the convenience fee of getting the ticket for my mobile app. And or when I could have just done it for free, if I said, let me go to this movie when I got there. So, I mean, that's so at that point, it's like, yeah, I saw it. I paid 53 cents directly to the theater for it. So, and I also got the a soda while I was 53 there. So cents got that total? Too. Yeah. Yeah, the, the Regal movie pass. I still haven't canceled that shit. I keep oh, okay. So, was it worth 53 cents? Yeah, it was worth 53 cents. All right. There you go. I mean, yeah, like I said, it's all, if you can watch it <laughs> streaming and you're interested, if you're not interested, then no, don't watch it, of course. Like, yeah, but if you're somewhat interested, like, yeah, even watching Trainwrecks is some, yeah, sorry. But yeah, fucking uh, ben, uh, not ben, uh, ben Affleck's good in it, too. Fucking all the Batman are. I yeah. thought it was a little weird when they were showing all the different Superman universes. Why would why why was just, so George Reeves just lives in a black and white universe? What the you couldn't just colorize evidently. That? Just, I mean, I get it, I get why, but you know, like with his brown trunks. just because they had black and white, or <laughs> they didn't have color TV doesn't mean you have to keep. Like I get why you did, it, but still, it was like when George sure. Reeves was Superman, it's so long ago they hadn't invented color yet. Well, Listen, his, it makes sense with Spider-Man Noir. It his Superman suit was not even Superman colored, I believe, when they filmed it, yeah, because that was the right way to make yeah, it show up. That's on what film. I said. Yeah, his brown trunks. Yeah, yeah, it's whatever at that point. But I, mean, <laughs> I just thought it was a little weird. The whole like su- the whole time I was watching the, the the Nick Cage Superman fighting the spider, I was like, that's pretty funny. Because fuck you, person, whoever thought that was a good idea. Go Joel Silver. Yourself. Go fuck yourself, Joel Silver. You're a piece of shit trying to force that shit. You shouldn't be in fucking movies with all your terrible goddamn ideas. If you got a good idea ever, I doubt it. I think uh, you were behind the fucking Kenneth Branagh being racist to Will Smith in Wild Wild he, West, too. He produced the Lethal Weapon films, so yes, he's had some good ideas. Just because you're a fucking producer doesn't mean you have any good ideas on the goddamn movie. Yeah, because Joel Silver wouldn't force an idea through like a giant spider in an action movie. When one movie got canceled, he put it in another movie because he liked the idea so much. Joel Silver's the type of guy, if he has an idea, it's going in the movie. To be fair, it actually worked <laughs> for Wild Wild West a lot more than it would for Superman. This is true. But At I'm least in the you, way they changed it. Like, he probably said, I just want a giant spider. Like, of all the movies Joel Silver's mechanical. been on, I'm going to guess per movie there's at least one idea that was his that he forced in. They can't all be bad because that dude has produced a ton of really good movies. We are. Well, there we go. Uh, so, Willie, thank you for your impressions of and the flesh and, and and your threats. Legally holding threats. Oh dear God! Nice. Legally guaranteed not... threats. <laughs> yes, because I'm actually going to go do these things. Yeah, I'm not. I don't, I'm fucking lazy. All right. So That's true. Down. Your laziness will lazy. save us. That's it true. took me three goddamn weeks to paint that fucking gnome out there, and I usually use spray paint. Now you got a ponytail to make. I had duct tape and I had the actual cardboard to sh- make sure I didn't bleed it through. So yeah, I did a good job. So now the real question is, how long is it going to take to make that ponytail? Place your bets. Let us know. I might go get some spray paint because I need some. Well, I think I just could use the primer for the white because fuck it, it's already white. Uh, I do need to get some yellow because I already have orange, and I need to probably get some blue. Yeah, I already got some red, too, so yeah, I'm, I'm pretty good on that. There you go. So that'll wrap up our news coverage for the week. Before we shut down this stream, though, we do Ooh. like to end with a little segment called What I'm Into. It's our chance to share with you guys, watching live or listening at a later date, the geeky and nerdy things we've been getting into. Because, hey, why not? We get into cool stuff. I'll, I'll kick things off. It was uh, like two days after Amazon Prime Day. 
the uh, TV in my living room blew up and I cursed and said, I'm going to have to go buy a new TV. So I went and bought a oh, new no. TV that same day. That was fun. When you what say blew timing? up, do you mean literal explosion? Something's up with the power supply. So the magic smoke got let out somewhere in the power oh. supply for it, I would assume. You released oh. the magic smoke? Yeah, that's the I, end of that device. I didn't. How many I, wishes did you get? None. I was able, I can get it turned on long enough that the screen will show the loading screen for Android TV. And then it just kind of turns itself off. So I think there's an issue on the logic board somewhere, which is probably fixable. And if I've got the parts, I could probably fix it. But I'm not sure that I trust myself to have steady hands enough to do soldering on the logic board of a television. So I went and bought a new OLED screen and it's gorgeous and I love it. How much? How much did you spend? Uh, I bought an LG C2 OLED display. It's 55 inches and I paid 1200 bucks. Well, that's not too bad no. for 55 with for OLED 55 OLED with Dolby yeah. vision. And the nice thing I realized is that, Hey, you can do video gaming and Dolby vision on the Xbox. So I've been playing some Dolby vision games, just screwing around on there. And it's, it's pretty nice. The HDR really pops Uh Jedi survivor looks really good in, in uh Dolby vision you get. And for those that are curious, I wasn't too aware of it either. I had HDR 10 on the old screen and this new one has H has Dolby vision and HDR 10. You get, Brighter brights with Dolby Vision, I guess, is what it comes down to. So no. the bright the colors are more white, just like in my neighborhood, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> uh, so I, I did go and buy a new TV. I was able to lift it, move it, and set it up myself. But it then brings us to the problem of in today's world with e-waste. What do you do with a 55-inch TV that's slightly broken? You can't take it to Best Buy. They only take things 50-inch and under for recycling. What? Oh, is is that Why? one of the rules? 50 yeah. inch and under for recycling? 50 Why? inch and under. Now, you can't just put it out with regular trash day because they won't take it for that. So what I did find out in my town is they're doing an e-waste recycling day on August 5th. So I can hold on to it then and take it for that day where mm. they will take one TV per household in addition to a variety of other things like, say, expired and discharged batteries, things like that that may need recycled. But there's also a nonprofit in the area that does electronic recycling and refurbishing and stuff like that that I'm going to have to put a call into because they'll try and fix things if they can so they can then donate them to other people or resell them so that they can make money to continue this nonprofit that's going in. Supposedly, according to their website, they'll just come to my house and pick it up. I'm not worried about, at this point, how to get it someplace. I just need to know where to take it to because I drive a Subaru yeah. Outback. I can fit a 55-inch TV in the back. Just open the back and slide it in. Strap just tell me where top. to take it. I, I <laughs> would take it to these folks right now. They have a drop box, but the TV is bigger than their drop box, so I need to get in touch with them to see <laughs> where I need to bring yeah, it to or have help. them come I, I just get pictured it. a gigantic mailbox, like an old one where you just yeah. open the thing and just slide yeah. the right? TV with into the With a corner of a TV stuck in it. Oh my! Because God. I legitimately think it is fixable, if as long as you have the right skill set to be able to do it, and as long Chris, as you yeah, Chris, Chris, find listen, the right if it turns on but then fixable. powers off, yeah, then yeah, there's probably just like a capacitor or two that's dying on that motherboard or the video card, yeah, because then it'll do that, and then you get for Sony TVs, it's the four blinking LED blinks of doom. It'll blink off and on the four uh, red LEDs at the bottom, mm. and then it'll pause for a little bit and start that cycle again, which according to their error codes could be like six different things because it's so generic of an error. It could be as simple as <laughs> the power supply, which is a brick that just plugs into the back of the TV could be dead. But I know that's not the case because I'm able to actually start it up and load things. I think it's something, it could be an issue with the backlight 
but the backlight works until it turns itself off. The problem is in there somewhere. They can probably fix it, or at the very least, they also do e-waste recycling. They can break it down into the components that can be recycled and do whatever they need with it. But this is a problem we run into with these things. You shouldn't just take a TV and go to the dump with it. There's better ways to properly recycle it and to break it down and figure out what needs to be done with it. It's just, it's a pain in the ass figuring out what it is. And arguably the most annoying thing is Best Buy is like, yeah, we'll only take anything 50 inches or under unless you pay their $200 delivery and install fee. Then they'll take the, t- the old TV for 40 bucks when they leave. But I was not Tomorrow, paying an extra new one in. 240 bucks to have them deliver a TV that I don't need any help bringing into my house and putting up on the mantle and plugging an HDMI cable into because that's I- the extent of it. I will agree with you on that. Uh, Best Buy, go fuck yourself because uh, what you're doing to your movie section in most stores I've ever been to. Oh, it's gone for the most part. Yeah. It's it's still there in mine, but it's shrunk so bad. Our Best Buy doesn't have an actual section. They've put two racks up by the front door when you come in. That's all the new movies they have. Yeah, that's where all the new releases are. Our Best Buy, and then there's a small section in like the middle of the store. That's so, roughly the size of the video game section. I can go buy new movies. Best place to find new movies right now that. is Target and Walmart. God they always damn, I knew you were going to say that. Well, I'm sorry <laughs> that that upsets you, but that's just what I found when I go looking for I mean, movies. I'd much rather go to Target than Walmart. I would it's too. fucking Walmart. It's Walmart, yeah. man. It's Walmart. I would disagree. Well, so, and they've cut down on their movies too. Like my local I Walmart know. no longer has uh, like yeah. the $5, $3, $10 bins. Those bins are gone they only have one shelf with new movies and it's got maybe 200, 300 movies on it. That's it. That's the entire movie section. Well, they had to have space for all those Funko pops. They can't sell. That's true. Yeah. Just like GameStop, just like GameStop's like 40% Funko pop. Now it seems like no, it's 70% merchandising 20% maybe actual video games and 10% of just, uh, I don't even fucking know. Just places for the socks. (laughs) That's merchandising, too, man. That's merchandising, too. They're all going to go the way of Hastings. Yeah, probably. Uh, the fact that GameStop still exists much. astounds me. And now if you have a pro membership, you only get 5% off on used stuff. So what's the point? And the pro membership costs double <laughs> what it used to from before. I was like, wow, you guys are making it so nobody's going to subscribe to your service. Cool. Yeah, I just want to give you that stupid magazine. Which you don't even <laughs> get physically anymore. You only get a digital copy if you sign up. You, you don't even get, get the physical copy. You don't even get a physical copy of the magazine <laughs> it's anymore. It's not even an option. Nope, it's oh, only digital. Cheap bastards. That that's most. The, that's most of what I think. You don't get a physical copy of the articles you can find on IGN. Right. That's most <laughs> of what I've been getting into. I'm sure there's other stuff I'm not thinking of. We're gonna let Willie take a moment to collect himself. Bachman, what you've been getting into? Uh, let's see, reading some comics, playing some games. I uh, finished up all five of my Stormcast Eternal Liberators. So I'm taking a pause from painting miniatures right now, and I've started my second comic book uh, organization project. Uh, a couple years back, my buddy uh, was moving back and forth between states and had left his uh, high school comic book collection with his brother. And basically his brother was like, you can come get these or I'm throwing them away. And so he had them brought to me because at the time I had a house with a garage and so I had a place to put them. And I was like, no, I'll store them for you. It's no problem. And so I've started going through what's going to be me cleaning, cataloging, and reorganizing his collection and then getting it back to him in probably five or six short boxes. It's like six or 700 comics. 
So it's kind of my way to ease myself into getting ready to the, do the reorganization of my own comic book collection I have to do. Good luck. Because, yeah, well, I did, uh, for my stepdaughter, she had a box of comics from her uh, father. I cleaned those up. It was maybe like 70 comics. Nice and simple. It was like a day's worth of work. I bought a box of 1,000 boards and uh, 10 bags of, a thou- of 100 bags each to do a thousand bags for my buddy's collection. Cause like I said, it's like six, 700 comics. So I'm putting bags into boards. I've spent like two days. Like literally I was watching, I watched Deadpool and Deadpool two. while I put like 300 boards into 300 bags. Cause it's just boring, time consuming, stupid shit. It's true. But yeah, once I've got about 600 of them, I'm going to start, yeah, clean up my buddy's collection then throw away the crap boxes. They were in buy you know, five or six short new clean boxes to get him his collection back. And yeah, all that's in preparation for once I'm done with his comics and get them out of the way. I've got, I think it's 42 long boxes in my garage that my wife that's would really like to see moved out of the way. And so the plan is to actually take, I got to take, I've got, I think maybe roughly the equivalent of five, six, maybe eight new long boxes that are filled with new comics that haven't been cataloged. And so I have to catalog all those add them to my digital collection, put them in the comics. And then as I'm doing that, I'm going to split my collection into the ones I really want to keep and the ones I wouldn't mind selling. And with the list of, I want to keep that's looking at, I might want to keep maybe like 20 to 30% of my collection. And the majority of it, I'm going to then start taking down to my local store and say, Hey Corbett, how much for these like 30 long boxes, which if I get store credit, it just means, well, I'll get my, Amazing Spider-Man and Wolverine comics, you know, basically on store credit for the next 30 years. Because <laughs> I won't get much in the way of cash back for it because unfortunately most of my collection did start in the 90s when everything had a million copies. But I know I got a couple of runs in there that if I decide to get rid of them, they're worth a few bucks. I mean, I have like all the original image books when they started. So like I have a Spawn number four, which is worth more money than Spawn number one because it has the image comics coupon in it. And so I have a bunch of books from back then that are worth a couple of dollars and then just runs long ass runs. I might, I know I'm keeping invincible. I'm not sure yet if I'm getting rid of my walking dead run. Cause I think I have walking dead like 30 through the end and I have every single issue. So I don't have the start of the series, but I have like a big ass chunk of it. And then yeah, just lots. I had friends in the Navy and stuff when they like leave, to go to their boat or whatever, they would just give me whatever books they'd collected in the six months they were at school. And so I have just a ton of books that random people get me throughout my years that isn't even stuff I collect. And so it's like, I don't know why I'm holding on to some of these. So yeah, a lot of it's just stuff I have never had the time to sit down, go through and get rid of. So yeah, I'll be spending a couple of months working on that project after I do my buddies. I should have his done, I think within the next two to three weeks. So his is like helping me gear up for, for the big event Cause yeah, it might be like next summer. I might have to take like three or four months of not, not really playing video games or doing anything else and just doing nothing but organizing comics. Cause yeah, 40 some odd long boxes, that shit. Yeah. When you're doing, when you're adding three to four years worth and every, every a book you add moves everything else in the collection back, that shit takes a while and it starts, you know, taking some wear and tear on your back. So it'll be a real fun, uh, real fun, uh, project once I get it started. Um, I did see two really good movies this week. Um, they put up on Netflix, and for the first time ever, I watched George Lucas's American Graffiti. I realized I'd never actually sat and watched that movie. And so it was kind of cool to see, like, a very young uh, Harrison Ford as a street racer. 
Uh, the really weird thing was we were watching it and we're looking at Richard Dreyfus and I'm like, man, what year was this? This was 70, 73. He looks like a 14 year old that just graduated high school. And I went and looked on IMDb and Jaws came out in 75 where he's like a PhD oceanographer with a beard. Richard Dreyfus may have had the two hardest years in the history of the world between American Graffiti and Jaws. Because he went from being like a teenage boy to an elderly man between those two films. And it's just really crazy to see. Um, but yeah, cause I mean, I've watched Jaws a thousand times. I've never thought about how old he was at the time because of that scraggly beard he's got. He looks like an old college professor. Yeah, he he aged a lot. Like 74 must have been a really fucking hard year. That's all I can <laughs> all I can say because... Damn. Or a very fun year, if you know. Or a very fun year. Yeah. He might have done, either or. Might have just done all the drugs. But yeah, it was you know, re- really interesting movie. Really cool. Trying to watch it in the mindset of like, what was this like to see when it came out in '73? Not trying to compare it. You know, you can't compare it to the Fast and the Furious, you know, car movies now because it's you know a movie shot in the '70s that was meant to be reminiscent of the early '60s. All the cars are from the '50s. Like you know, awesome soundtrack. Had some, you know, some funny scenes in it, some really cool cars. Um, it was kind of cool to see, like, a lot of the female characters in that movie, like, are really kind of, like, like bossy in a good way. They have their own agency. They weren't, like, a bunch of damsels in distress. It was kind of cool to see George Lucas came out the gate doing male and female characters that were kind of on par with each other. It wasn't a bunch of, you know, weak-willed women and some strong superhero guys. Like, you know, he, he came out the gate with, like, some strong female characters, which was cool. Um, the other one I watched was uh, I had a really crappy long day at work the other day, had a really bad headache by the end of the day, and my wife's like, I'm going to get us something nice and dumb to watch, so we'll enjoy our evening, and got dinner ready, and she hit play, and we watched Super Mario Brothers. That is a fantastic, fun kids movie. Supposedly it really dumb. good. It was. It is really good. It's also very dumb. The script is barely written. But it's a video game movie. Like anybody that went oh, in that waiting Bob for Hoskins and John Leguizamo. Okay, yeah, that is dumb. No, no, no. She wasn't very corpulent. Very corpulent. Oh, then fuck off. <laughs> I've seen that too many times. Then. You're just wrong. Oh, Super Mario Brothers was dumb, but it was a fun kids movie. I really enjoyed it. I love my man Toad in it. Keegan Michael Key was hilarious as Toad. Uh, Bowser was damn funny. Jack Blatt was great. I love seeing Carrie Payton as the as the uh, the Penguin King. Yeah, it was an enjoyable movie. I really liked it. It's cool to know that like it made a you know umpteen billion dollars. We're gonna get ten like Nintendo movies coming, so I'm excited to see what they do with like the Nintendo Cinematic Universe because we know Nintendo's gonna fund a bunch of films now after Super Mario did that well, and likely we'll get a Luigi's Mansion movie, which will be really fun. Keep Miyamoto out of it. He deserves (laughs) none of being in any kind of creative control at all. What the fuck does he know? Who knows? Show but this. That's what I've been getting into. Well, Willie, Willie? Why, don't, why don't you finish things up for us? What have you been getting into besides making zombie gnomes? Oh, shit, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> Doesn't have the same ring as bacon pancakes, but whatever. Uh, other than pancakes? that, uh, no. I had some Taco Bell for the first time yesterday. You've never had Taco <laughs> Bell before? I said Oh, sorry. I meant for the first time in a long time. Okay. Yeah, you, I you forgot about that second part. Yeah, like my that brain. Hurt my just, brain. Like what the fuck? It's like I started pedaling and I forgot what I was doing, and then just coasting. Like what the fuck? It went right off did? the cliff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So for the first time in a long time, and yeah, it's actually enjoyable. Did you have Baja Blast do? 
No, I got no drink with it. No I drink? I already headed home and already have drinks here. Uh, well, well, what kind of Taco Bell did you have for the first time? Chalupa. In a long time. I did have a Chalupa. That was one thing. A Chalupa yeah. Supreme, because I was like... Can I we like call you bread. Chalupa Batman? Is that from something? Yes. <laughs> Is that yep. from the league? Yes. C.B. Nelson. C. Chalupa B. Batman. Chalupa Nelson. Batman. I mean, I also had the... Uh, was it Chalupa the double beef melt? burrito i think uh, those are pretty good i still got some leftover in the fridge leftover taco bell let's see how good that is leftover taco bell i'm not really sure Mm-mm. how well Even that with turns an air fryer out. still doesn't work good luck i want to try it here after this show let's Ugh. see what happens Ooh, well you got big plans i'm a scientist well i'm saying let me Oh, yep. I'm something of a scientist myself. Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> mm-hmm. You had to put yourself in the right, the right spirit to portray that role. One Willem knows another William. Well, there you go. Well, oh, that's yeah. exciting, Willie. Uh, we look forward to your next week review of your reheated Taco Bell. Uh, actually, next week. Forgot. Oh, I'll hold it for next week. Mm. Check your NDA. Check any NDA associated with. Make sure there you can you. before Fuck you talk. That. About it. I've seen YouTubers talk about it before in the in the, in the <laughs> extra exclusive beta. So fuck that. Okay, I was just giving you a heads up because some of those betas are more restrictive than others. They're not going to be watching. If they do, I hope they take me to court so I can go look them in the eye and say, "What the fuck was with the flash?" Are you going to kick them in the nuts too? <laughs> I'll, you know what? Fuck you. I'll kick everybody in the goddamn nuts. I want to. Look, you just oh. threatened it earlier. That's why I was asking. I said that I want kicking. to. I don't want to kick you in the nuts yet. I'm saying that's a lot yet. of nut kicking. You're going to be tired. I told you these thighs and these calves got muscles for days. William, a nutcracker Nelson here. <laughs> what was that guy in that one? I just remember the video. Like, give him the old dick twist. Dick twist. I don't remember oh that. I'll find it and send you. I'm afraid to Google hilarious. it to find out, oh, to be yeah. honest. Don't, no, no, just so much. Someone in the that. wrestling crowd saying, just give me the old dick twist. I'm just more about <laughs> the thumb to the eye. Just thumb to the eye. No, because that's less Give me the old Ric Flair. Bloop. 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 Okay. Well, Willie, like I was saying, we look forward to hearing next week about your beta experience and your Taco Bell experience. I'm going to forget about the Taco Bell experience. So hopefully someone does because I am legitimately <laughs> curious how well your reheated Taco Bell goes. But uh, if you want me to go do it right now while we're still in no, there, but I don't think I we don't. have time. I don't. Do you have an air fryer? Air fryers do help. Yes, but I don't for, think it fucking works. So I never plugged it in. I got for, limited yeah. for reheating fast food. Air fryers are better than a microwave. Oh, I 100% believe you, but I, I do have a toaster oven that probably would do it better. But, I mean, it's just a fucking, it, it's, it's, a, it's a quarter of a fucking burrito left. I'm not going to take the time to put it in an air fryer. I'm just going to microwave it. Fuck that. Then he's going to burn his mouth on it because the outside will be yep. molten hot and the inside will be cold as hell. You see, Frozen. I let it sit yep. for five minutes so everything gets regulated to Evens the out. temperature. Yep. <laughs> I do fucking microwaving right. These dumbasses that don't know shit. And this has been Burrito Talk with William D. Nelson. No, this has been Microwave Reheating Talk, to be fair. Willie Chalupa Batman Nelson. Willie Chalupa Batman 
Nelson, man. On that note, though, we are going to start shutting things down. Thank you so much, everyone, who did join us. We do stream the show live. Right now, we're doing every week on Thursdays, about 2 p.m. Eastern. So feel free to come and join us over at www.geeks.live. That is the streaming home of the Gonna Geek Network. While you're there, you can see all the other shows that are on the network. And we really encourage you, if you like good geeky content, head on over to gunnageek.com. Check out some of the other podcasts on the Gonna Geek Network. We promise you, you're going to enjoy them. But before we shut things down, do you guys have any final thoughts for the people? Do you? Because I do. Willie, go ahead. What do you uh, No, no, I actually got two nice things to say about The Flash. Two nice things. <laughs> actual nice things. They it ended. It. They actually put in the thing where he like vibrates through walls. I like that. I fucking like that because that reminds me of the Super Friends I used to watch all the time. when I loved it when he did it then. <laughs> fucking loved it. And they also had the ring with the uh, the suit. I like that fact. That's cool. I'm glad. So you... two nice things about the Flash movie. Genuinely, things I enjoy. It's been known to happen. So Willie enjoyed at least two things about the Flash. You can see oh, what you might enjoy for yourself. You can buy it on Don't streaming. Pay money for Wait it. until it's on Don't HBO pay Max. Money for it. Just, we're getting out of here. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to this brand new episode of the All Things Good and Nerdy Podcast. Don't forget, we'll be back next Sunday live at 11 a.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Central, over at live.atgnpodcast.com, channel 3 of the Alpha Geek Radio app, and over at our network home at gunnageek.com slash live. If you have any feedback for the show, please contact us, atgnpodcast at gunnageek.com, on our hotline number at 304-806-ATGN, or even better, go to Twitter and send us a message at atgnpodcast. The music you've heard in this show is produced by Kevin McLeod and can be found at incompetech.com.